This is 40, kids. Anyway, go on. Yeah, I'm not 40 yet, bitch. <laughs> how dare oh. you? Oh, how how far from 40 are you, honey? Anyway, so we're going to change the subject. Okay, though. cool, 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 um, cool, yeah, cool, 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 yeah. cool. I'm turning 41 <laughs> this year, which means you are not far behind me. I'm, I'm turning 40 next year, so there we go. Okay. Are, do you have a slap bracelet? What's going on in the background? What What am I doing? Oh, it's yeah. it's my it's my Eeyore. Anyway, I'm not going to fuck with it anymore, sorry. <laughs> it sounded like you had one of those slap bracelets you remember from like middle school the I love those. those things I had the whole thing I had the leopard print and I couldn't figure out why kids were calling me gay <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite is that you know because they were like all of the rage everybody oh God, had to yeah. have them and so uh, we had some enterprising you know Latin families in my school because Texas and mm-hmm. so us uh, you know people's moms would just start making them at home but but they didn't use like plastic <laughs> for, for the oh, slappy no. thing they found like metal <laughs> <laughs> like metal blinds and they like so we had these homemade slap bracelets that were not like fun from Claire's Wapa, little pop it. They were fucking weapons. <laughs> Just yeah, saying. you can make a shit out of that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, okay, so I'm getting my first shot of the vaccine today. Right, Uh, right, right. My second shot is May 7th, I want to say. That's hot. I know, and most importantly, on June 12th, I am returning home to Batu, and I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm so fucking excited. You should be excited. Holy (laughs) shit, Batu misses you. I miss it more. I I, I miss it more. (laughs) Well, I'm excited for you. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I will I will post all of the uh, photos when I go uh, for yes. our listeners because I haven't you know I, I have I have a lot of pictures about too but I haven't like taken a lot of details and mm-hmm. I would love to show people what some of the shit I'm talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And are you are you going to be in any of those pictures? Uh, hopefully, yeah. Good because we can post that like side by side with like because um, I found digging through some of my old pictures um, pictures of you and me. When I uh, I tried to keep up with the gays one night, probably 10 years ago. Oh, no. Um, I don't want to see these pictures. It's fucking bad. We look great because we're so relaxed because we're very drunk. Yeah. <laughs> we I'm look sure. like we had... We look freshly Botoxed. Our faces are so relaxed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Steph, we have a podcast. We should introduce that podcast, shall we? Yeah, we should. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, thank you for putting up with us. And welcome back to Dark Side Divas, uh, the show where a woman and a gay man discuss their opinions about Star Wars. My name is Stephanie. I'm the woman half of the show. And uh, apparently I have a misspent youth. And unfortunately, I'm still friends with the person who had a front row seat to most of it. Yay. And uh, he is... <laughs> Hi, I'm Chris. I'm that gay man. And Stephanie, of mm-hmm. all the Jedi, why did I have to end up with Skywalker? <laughs> love it. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so, 
What we do on this podcast is we are watching through the entire Star Wars visual media library in chronological order. Uh, we took a brief break from the Clone Wars of it all, because we are marching through Clone Wars. Um, last time we, uh, Chris took me on a magical mystery tour of Captain EO. Magical uh, mystery tour, great. It was a hell of a thing. Uh, go back and listen to that if you want to uh, listen to horror in real time. But, uh, and delight, delighted horror. But today, we are starting off season two of Clone Wars. Uh, and so we, we've got a lot, we got a lot of ground to cover because the season kicks off with a trilogy of episodes. Mm-hmm. But before we get into any of that, we have feedback from our listeners. Well, I, I want to, before we get into the feedback, I, I do want to take some time to thank our listeners. Um, we have a lot of new ones now, for some reason, I guess. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Who knew that Captain Neo would get so much attention? Um, thanks, I, thanks so much. I definitely didn't. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thanks so much for uh, listening to the show, y'all. It's been really awesome watching mm-hmm. all new people show up and going back to our episodes, giving us feedback. Really appreciate it. Uh, especially... Uh, y'all should know, uh, I love to antagonize people. And so when I get, uh, hateful comments, uh, I level up. Like my, my health bar uh, maxes out. I, you know, I love it. Ding. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some old feedback from the, pr- the episode prior. The Ryloth episode? Yes. Cool. So, um, we wrapped up, uh, season one of Clone Wars with the Ryloth trilogy at the end. And I, you may recall, had a had a bit of um, thirst, shall we say, for Obi-Wan Kenobi. I love Obi-Wan, and I sort of popped off about that for a little bit. So I have a comment, and I want to I want to get a your fifty percent of our show is talking about <laughs> Obi-Wan anyway. Sexy cartoons, anyway. <laughs> so um, we have we have a comment, and I just wanted to share this with you. <clears throat> Quote. I bet your boyfriend feels pretty good knowing his only competition is a fictional character. <laughs> well, not his only competition. You, they don't know you like that. <laughs> it, it's funny because if you go to our Facebook Messenger conversation, I believe every other comment is, I want you to have sex with that. So it's not just Obi-Wan. It's, it's, yeah. It's uh, not a fictional character. It's all fictional characters. Like, why would Obi-Wan Kenobi be the only competition when the entire 501st Legion is right there? <laughs> uh, for the record, listeners, we do lust after real people, so we're not some weird yeah, creature yeah. <laughs> who finished both here. <laughs> I, I... Um, <laughs> and also, uh, my boyfriend feels pretty good about it, and so does my husband. So... Hint, two different people. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. not everything, not everything is monogamy, cishet, normative, honey bear. But thank you for that playing. Was a lot of long words right there. I don't know what the hell that was. <laughs> Good Lord. I'm an educated grown up. Shut the fuck up. Well, I also have some feedback. Someone was trying to correct me and they weren't mm. listening to the words I was saying. So in Captain EO, it was said, I said that Michael, I, yeah, Michael Eisner promised George Lucas uh, some help with Howard the Duck, that famous Howard movie. the Duck. And uh, mm, mm, a, lis- mm. a listener accurately pointed out that Universal ultimately ended up being the distributor, not Disney. And okay. so according to one of the unauthorized George Lucas books I was uh, reading for research, uh, Michael Eisner <laughs> did indeed set up a pitch meeting. Now, it may shock you to learn 
that Hollywood is not the most honest place in the world. <gasps> I what? know. I know. I'm Th- stunned. Uh, thankfully, Michael Eisner was a very smart man. He allowed other people to assess whether or not a project should move forward. And they threw that fucking script in the garbage as quickly as they could. So, <laughs> Howard the Duck ultimately was not made by Disney, but it was under consideration. So, <laughs> that movie. Uh, so, because I have been like, you know, digging through the internets trying to find pictures and stuff to promote the Captain EO episode, I couldn't resist. I was like, Howard the Duck stuff. And I re traumatized myself. I'm not, yeah. I, I had to so, hide those posts from my, from my timeline. I was like, I know this is for my podcast, but no. fucking movie as a child watch that anyway yeah uh so other questions we got um a listener greg asked uh i really love the captain eo episode and i'm enjoying some clone wars but i don't really like the show very much uh first of all greg fuck you uh, no, I'm, I'm no I mean, I'm give joking. it a chance. Right. I mean, you got to give it, you give it a chance. Yeah, L- yeah. Watch give along with us and you'll learn to love it. Uh, do you think that you guys will uh, follow additional Disney attractions? Also, will you be discussing the other Lucasfilms movies? I'm very curious. Uh, we haven't had that talk before. I don't think so. No. I, I think that this is a Star Wars theme show. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Willow. I love Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to do those. What do you think? Seth? I mean, we'll see because I did. I really did as <laughs> for for as bizarre as the Captain EO experience was for me. Um, I I did enjoy the break in between seasons. Mm-hmm. I was like stepping away from the Clone Wars of it all and just sort of it was a palate cleanse, mm-hmm. as it were. And so we might do something like that in between seasons as we go forward. Um, I don't know what it would be. Uh, I will take the suggestion of Lucasfilm's stuff under advisement. Uh, if we do any more Disney attractions, that's going to be all Chris, because I like, I got nothing. Yeah, well, I think for sure we'll do Star Tours. Uh, and then, of course, Batu. Okay. But, you know, Star Tours, I don't think we should do until after the original trilogy. So that's like years from now. Mm, and Batu yeah. happens, chronologically, it happens between Last Jedi <laughs> and Rise of Skywalker. So... That's going to be near the end. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be that'll be when we're retiring from life in general. Yeah. Then we can do that. Um, so yeah, we might do something like that. Um, I'm not entirely ruling it out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Uh, so Greg, we'll, we'll after uh, <laughs> cussing you out, uh, we'll see. Thank you for the feedback. <laughs> I appreciate. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Don't take any offense, Greg. He does that to everybody. I say good morning, and he's like, "Fuck you." Uh, okay. Well, you got yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not a morning system. person, and we do the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's just it's just a reflex he can't control it <laughs> uh, uh uh steph i got this question a lot uh oh as a longtime disney fan the imagineer <laughs> the sandwich artists yeah the imagineers are something uh, uh something of an idol of mine how dare you do you know who you are <laughs> <laughs> So have I, I, I'm sorry, did I offend some some sensitive Imagineers out there? Or is this from an actual Imagineer or is this from an Imagineer fanboy? Uh, fanboy uh, fan and current Disney cast member, not an Imagineer. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, well, to that I say, uh, I'm just, what do you have against sandwich artists? 
Like, that's not an insult. Sandwich artists are people, too, okay? How get to Subway from this conversation? By the way, Because Subway I sucks. said that the term... I I said, I said that the term Imagineer felt to me like sandwich artist. Mm -hmm. Like, you're not an engineer, you're an Imagineer. Like, it's so... Anyway, we had a lot of questions related to that statement, and also a lot of people curious about the Imagineer thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do more of that, but I strongly recommend, if you have a Disney Plus subscription, to go uh, watch a show called The Imagineering Story. It is a full documentary series about the Disney theme parks. And if you're legitimately curious, that show will will, Mm. uh, cover all of it. And it doesn't gloss over the bad parts as well. So watch it if you're really curious. That's what I say. I have spoken. Now, for real, I... I understand that Imagineers are uh, remarkable people. They do an amazing job. And if I like anything about Disney, if I've ever enjoyed a Disney anything, I have probably enjoyed the work of an Imagineer, and I should put some respect on that name. Okay, I get it. But I guarantee you, I have eaten more Subway sandwiches than I have visited Disney parks. So put some respect on the sandwich artist name. (laughs) Two. It is not an insult to call somebody a sandwich artist. Maybe you need to examine yourself a little more. Wow. Wow. Mm. Wow. I have spoken. There you go. Snap. (laughs) (laughs) What else have we got? Anything? Uh, Yeah, I mean, that that was it for now. Um, I, uh, again, I just want to reiterate, thank you so much for listening, y'all. We promise that this shit's going to continue to be as entertaining as it was with Captain EO, especially with these next three episodes, (laughs) because holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't make promises about how entertaining we are, because it's so objective, or subjective, whatever it is. Like, I know, I know, (laughs) I'm entertained, and I'm hoping other people are entertained too, but like, psh. Okay, so. Is that it? Is that it? We're good. That's we're it. good on feedback. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm just glad people are listening. That's really cool and that's exciting. I'm so excited. <laughs> Okie dokie. So let's get into these episodes for today, shall we? I'm so excited. Okay. Okay. So we are starting off with season two, episode one, Holocron Heist. The fortune cookie, the Jedi fortune cookie, at the top of the episode is a lesson learned is a lesson earned. Do you have the announcer bit, Crystal? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Get it. Jedi trapped on Fallujah. (laughs) Clones are surrounded by droid forces. Their only hope is to escape on Republic gunships waiting to land on the embattled surface. Jedi cruisers have managed to blow a hole in the droid defenses and have sent gunships Mm. to the rescue. Oh, is that it? Yeah, so it's really short. Yeah, it was a really short one. Yeah. Because there's a lot. They've got a lot of ground to cover. Okay. So, and we've got a lot of ground to cover because we got three episodes. So let us try. <laughs> I want you to help me help you help me to not blow by blow describe these episodes. I'm going to do my best. Uh, I, I, I have, it's funny. So my notes from last episode and this episode have the same phrasing over and over again. <laughs> Did you just get pissed at Anakin and stop thinking? Uh, I I did not I did not stop thinking. I was just thinking, fuck Anakin Skywalker over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> the whole time. That's the whole fair. Time. That's fair. That's fair. He is not he is not shining his brightest in these episodes unless you count the shining of red 
for his red flags. Oh my god. But we'll get into it. Okay, so yeah, uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan are in duress on Felucia. They are. They need to get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And Plo Koon is back. Yay. Master Plo Koon. Huh, I love him so much. And uh, one of his clones, Warthog, love that guy. Um, <clears throat> they are on their way down to the surface of Felucia, and we have our first ding on a counter. Oh. Already. Yeah. It's... It's kind of a pinup counter. At this point, it's more just me watching for nose art on the gunships. Because uh-huh. these gunships that are coming down to the surface, they have a unique... Oh, I need to send it to you so you see what I'm talking about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Ba-ba-ba-bum. I should have had this ready and I didn't. All right. And so the, the ships that come down have this nose art. Take a look at that. Okay. It's Plo Koon, and he's got, like, two clone trooper helmets. Do you know what that says in Orbesh right over it? No. Oh. It says, it says, Plo's bros. No way. It does. <laughs> Amazing. I love Plo's it. bros. Plo Koon's clone troopers love him, and they should, because he's one of the few Jedi that, like, legit gives a fuck about all of them. Wow. Plo Koon, best Jedi. Said it. I said it. There you go. I said it. So, but what what's uh, what's Ahsoka up to on the surface of this planet? Uh, well, first of all, besides being uh, a complete dickhead, uh, <laughs> a green lightsaber. New season, new lightsaber. That's the only way that I can explain this. Because didn't she? She had a yellow one last season, right? I don't. I, I want to say it was light blue. I can't fucking remember. I, I don't but remember. no, uh, and it seems longer. Like yeah. her, her lightsaber style is evolving. Like eventually, she'll achieve her final form, and she will have two smaller white-bladed lightsabers. But right now, one lightsaber, and it's green. Which, yeah, that was jarring for me too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, Ahsoka is doing her thing. She's all, "Oh, master, I have it on the run." Meanwhile, uh, Anakin and Obi Wan, who have uh, obviously are more seasoned at battles. Are like no, we're we're fucking losing. You need to get the hell out. And surprise, surprise, Ahsoka, following the teachings of her master, mm-hmm. doesn't follow orders. Oh my god! <laughs> right, exactly. She's like, no, I got this. I'm, 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 and Obi Wan's like, I am ordering you to get your ass back here. And Anakin walks up. He's like, what's up with Ahsoka? Where's Ahsoka? Following your teachings. Is she winning? She's going to win right up until the point she dies. They find, they get to her, they airlift her out, and then she can see from above in a very unsubtle uh, sort of metaphor for not being able to see the whole picture. They get her up in the air and she can see that there are thousands of battle droids closing on their location. She and all of her troops were minutes from slaughter. Mm-hmm. So maybe listen. Maybe follow orders. Maybe. Yeah, who's delivering, anyway. that, who's delivering that message? Anakin, please. I know, right? <laughs> so she gets in a bit of fucking trouble. Um, they uh, get yeah. back to Coruscant and she's grounded. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to remember who was there, but I remember both Yoda and Mace having the same face. Yes. Right? Yes. They were They were very um, disappointed. Not mad, just disappointed. Which is worse, in my opinion. So much worse. Yeah. So yeah. much worse. Uh, so, but it, it's also at this point the council chamber scene is 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 where I'm looking at it and I'm going, you know what? The animation is so much better than the previous season, and 
Yeah, they really figured out their lighting game. Yeah, they really did. Um, especially mm-hmm. later in the second episode, in the third episode, mm-hmm. like there mm-hmm. was like this is where I started to realize that they the technology is finally starting to jump by leaps and bounds, and there is more right. consistency in the art style. Yeah, well, the I feel like the lighting really evolved from the first season. The character models, not as much. Like there's this weird harsh line across Ahsoka's shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I just, it, it kept catching my eye. Um, it's stuff like that. Like the character models are still kind of in first season, but as far as the background and the lighting and everything and the environment, that's really, uh, really grown. It's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It is very cool to see. So Ahsoka gets uh, grounded. She's no longer going on combat duty. She is going to be guarding the Jedi archive. Which, which I want to, I, I would, I would live there. Yeah, because she gets to go hang out with uh, my my Patronus, Yocasta Nu, who's down at the Jedi Archive, just so just Sorry. being my goals. Mm-hmm. So, uh, quick quick information on Yocasta Nu: uh, she is a Jedi Master. She was at one point a member of the Jedi High Council. Yeah, and she is currently at this point in the story the Chief Librarian of the Jedi Archives. She is a human female. She was born on Coruscant, and she is voiced by. So this is complicated. The The woman's name, the actor's name is Florence Dyer, mm. which is a great name. But she is, she is credited on this episode as, and this is three words, Flo D. Ray. What? F-L-O-D-I-R-E. I don't know why. I don't understand it. Um, she has a handful of voice acting credits. Joe Castanu on uh, Clone Wars is her major credit. Uh, from what I could find, and that's it. There's like one picture of her. Like she is, she is mysterioso. Uh-huh. This particular voice actor, but anyway, that's Yocasta Nu, uh, and she. They had to design a lightsaber for her for this episode because she, even when she appeared in the movie before, where she was wonderfully shitty to Obi Wan in Episode <laughs> Two, uh, she didn't have a lightsaber, and right. that was relevant in this one. They needed to design one for her. I thought that was cool. Yeah, did you uh, have you read any of the the Darth Vader comics with her in it? I have not. I am strictly a visual media gal. Yeah, there's for, a really cool. Uh, you know, I don't. I'm not a big fan of his personally, but he does do a lot of good uh, videos that describe the, what happens in the comics. But the Star Wars theory guy, uh, he put together a really cool uh, episode about Chacosta, and she is a badass but she's not she's not the best fighter uh but when, no she's a she's a consular jedi that's yeah, a different class yeah but she you know her her superior you know intelligence and just her experience like makes her mm-hmm. very formidable uh she was one right. of the few jedi that palpatine feared most right because knowledge knowledge is mm-hmm. absolutely power mm-hmm. for sure so there you go yeah um, all right, so uh, Ahsoka is bored, and she is on her new assignment in the library. Meanwhile, uh. <laughs> you know where I'm going. I know. <laughs> we get to meet, for the first time in a chronological order, right. rewatch, because when they aired it, we met him at the end of last season, because they kind of wanted to tease his appearance in this season. We get to meet my boyfriend. Cad Bane. I work alone. Yeah, so why are Ugh. we sexually attracted to this creepy <laughs> <cover>? <laughs> I don't know! Oh, it is so inexplicable! Um, so, oh, 
Cad Bane. All right, all right, all right. Base stats. Here we go. He is voiced by Corey Burton, a.k.a. the voice of Count Dooku. Crazy. I know. By the way, Corey Burton, also the voice of Zero the Hutt. Yep. I so. Love, I love. I fucking love voice actors so much. Okay. Uh, Cad Bane is a male Duros. They are humanoids from the core world of Duro. They have blue-green skin, big red eyes, no nose, and green blood which is a relevant plot point. It'll come up. Yep. Cad Bane himself is a bounty hunter. He's not just any bounty hunter. Since the death of Jango Fett, he is the best bounty hunter in the galaxy right now. And he specializes in fighting Jedi. Yeah, and yeah, and I, I would argue he's probably better than Jango because, you know, Cad doesn't get his head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> as far as his physical appearance, he's really rocking that sexy ass space cowboy look he's got the big wide brim hat the the signature look with the wide brim hat he's got the leather duster the dual ll30 blaster pistols on his hips his entire look is based on the character angel eyes from the good the bad and the ugly mm, interesting. Like he is a classic classic western movie villain like they really that is where they went for the aesthetic with this bounty hunter and a lot of the bounty hunters. And this is really, this is a motif for the bounty hunters in Star Wars that will continue to resonate all the way into the Mandalorian mm-hmm. in a big way. And this is also the first the first time that we get a taste for how in Clone Wars, nobody is cooler than the bounty hunters. I know. I love, yeah. The, oh, that, the bat- They're so fucking cool. Yeah, when I when it whenever the you know topic comes up in the Star Wars universe, what would you want to be? I'm like bounty hunter because like you have no higher order obligation. You do what you want. You make mm-hmm. a lot of money, and that's all you care about. I mean, that is absolutely all Cad Bane cares about. He is cold, calculating, and it's not that his moral compass is broken. It's that he does Doesn't not have one. <laughs> he threw that bitch away a long time ago. It was doing him no favors. Mm-mm-mm, Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. Love Cad Bane. And he's got this, like, gravelly voice thing going on because he's got these breathing tubes in his face. What are the tubes for? Uh, Duros have to uh, either stay, sleep in a special chamber at night that has a different mix of chemicals in the air. I don't, you know, atmosphere shit. Mm-hmm. Or they have to have breathing tubes. Cad Bane has the breathing tubes. <laughs> is it because he's a Duros or is it part of his like equipment package his anti-jedi equipment package i i've I read that duros can't can't stay in certain climates for too long and they do need some breathing stuff from time to time okay. uh but another friend of mine said that in a in a comic cad bane had gotten injured mm-hmm. and has to have that those tubes in permanently so i i don't oh, okay i don't know which it is um i i did not do a lot of background uh on cad i did <laughs> All of my background on my favorite... My, on my, Toto 360. <laughs> he is, like, my favorite droid character uh, ever. Like, I love, I forgot how much I loved him until I saw this episode. He's so cute. Okay, so Cad Bane, is, we meet him. He's tinkering. Um, <laughs> he's tinkering with the back of a little droid. I don't even know what kind of droid he was, because I knew you were going to cover him. Uh, a he's 360. A, uh, he said it over and over again, Steph. He's a techno service droid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought he was a butler droid. no. <laughs> He's not a butler droid. <laughs> what was it? Uh, uh, I am a techno service droid, not a butler droid. And oh, okay. Cad- so he specifically says that. Yeah. Um. So Cad Bane is tinkering around with the back of him, and this is 
my this is the line that I thought you were going to use for the top of the show uh, because it's so contexty. Uh, where Toto 360 says, because Cad Bane's like, he's, he's having a hard time with whatever it is he's doing. And Toto says, You know, if you would just tell me what it is you're doing back there, I could probably be of some assistance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, it. <laughs> it, it, and it like, was in the running. Same. It was in the running, I'll say that. Same, girl. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I have thought the same thing. <laughs> right? What are you doing back there? <laughs> Can, do we need to game this out? How about I turn on some more lights? Oh I mean, what do, we, oh what do we need here? Give me a mirror. I got this. Yeah, so, so Toto 360 was made on the planet Vertseth, which I have never mm-hmm. heard of before. Uh, Neither have I until this moment. Yeah, so he's a techno service droid. He's actually meant to like repair ships and computers mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And he has been dramatically altered by uh, Bane to do all kinds of shit, including uh, hidden compartments. Uh, mm-hmm. The poor, the poor little droid's memory gets wiped all the time because all the time, all the time, because <laughs> Cad Bane does crazy shit to him, uh, which we'll find out at the end of this episode. Which literally. <laughs> I fucking cried when he got blown up. Oh, I was so I was like, honey. But thankfully, uh, they they show these episodes out of order. Uh, we do see more Toto later. It just happens, you know, different timeline. Right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, Cad Bane is is prepping for a job because who's he working for? <laughs> Darth Sidious. Darth Sidious and Cad Bane is not in any way confused about who he's working for. He knows that's a Sith Lord. He name checks him as a Sith Lord. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care. He, didn't give a fuck. he does not care. No. Now there's a really there's a really funny moment uh, in, in in this scene where so remember we have the that shit is expensive counter from Count Dooku, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I noticed this too. Go on. So I'm I'm imagining Dooku with like in front like Excel spreadsheets. He's like, okay, if we spend this much on, the, on this, we have this much money. Blah blah blah. Oh, we have to save all this money for when we finally take over the Republic and change it and turn it to the Empire. Blah blah blah. Right. Meanwhile, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Darth Sidious is all money is of no object to me, and I'm like, <laughs> so I, I live in tech startup. I, I've worked in tech startups. There's always the the CFO finance guy, the realist, the guy that's like, look, we, or girl, uh, we have only so much cash and we have to spend it wisely. Right. And the CEO founder person's like, money doesn't exist. Let's, let's spend $5 million and take everybody <laughs> to a hotel. That is the dynamic that we have between cities. That is a hundred percent. Darth Sidious is a hundred percent Dooku's financial woes yes. made flesh. Totally. Because the reason it comes up is because Sidious is like, Cad Bane, I'm going to need you to break into the Jedi Temple and steal a Jedi holocron. And Cad Bane's like, eh, okay, I'm going to need all of this expensive shit and you're going to have to triple my rates. And Sidious is like, Puh! Money! Money is nothing! Go get it! Okay, cool. <laughs> he has no problem with that. Yeah, so uh, I'm imagining a conversation later. Where Dooku's like, hey, master, so where did, uh, we had 10 billion credits in this bank account, and now it's gone. And Sidious is all, yeah, I had this whole thing with, like, forest babies and a bounty hunter. It didn't, didn't pan out. Anyway. It didn't really pan out. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> what, what you gonna do about it? I know. <laughs> Nothing. Apprentice, what are you doing about it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then I guess you have 10 billion credits to get from me. 
freight. <laughs> get out there and make that bank. <laughs> Talk to the banking jail. They can print so, some more money. <laughs> right. So, okay. Um, this whole episode is fantastic. If you like heist movies, if you enjoyed anything about Ocean's Eleven or, yeah. uh, or Entrapment, which, okay, so there was a laser grid in an air vent that Cad Bane had to get through, and I felt robbed, robbed, that there was not a Catherine Zeta-Jones style, like, going through the laser grid with Cad Bane. Wait, when did Catherine Zeta-Jones go through a laser grid? Do you remember that movie Entrapment where they paired her up romantically with fucking, what's his name? Oh, the Scottish guy. Shit, he's really old. He hits women. Uh, oh, uh, Sean Connery. Uh, Sean Connery, thank you. <laughs> like, oh, uh, he hits women, Sean Connery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's dead now, I guess, rest his soul. Yeah. But, um, anyway, so, uh, no, but there's, where she, there's like, I mean, Google it. There is a glorious scene where a young, firm Catherine Zeta-Jones does like some contortionist shit to get through a laser grid. And I was really hoping that we would get some of that with the sexy space cowboy, and it didn't happen. I feel like Cad Bane's a little bit too practical for that shit, but okay. I'm just saying All right. that give the people what they want, Filoni. True. I'm true. the people. <laughs> give me what I want. <laughs> um, so there's there's a lot of moving pieces to this heist. I don't even know that we can get into all of them. No, um, no. Because there is it's one just thing a I do lot. I do want to want to bring up. Uh, that's hmm. uh, it's another one of those scenarios they played out in my head. Like you know, how did this happen in the first place? Uh, so right. you know, Cad Bane has a partner, uh, Cato right. Parasiti, Cato Parasiti, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm sure you'll talk about in a second. Uh, I will. Cato has to pretend to be a Jedi to infiltrate it and be the inside person so to help coordinate right. things for Cad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? So, but when Cato shows up, there is already a dead Jedi in the bedroom right. of Cad Bane, right? Right! How do you think that happened? I don't know! Uh-huh. He already killed a Jedi. He killed Ord Innocence. Yeah. Who is a Jedi Master. Jedi Master. What? So I, I I'm thinking that there is a uh, galactic grinder. <laughs> <laughs> you think he swiped right on Ord? I, I think I think Ord was all lured him to a uh, hookup. <laughs> sub looking to bottom you and Cad Bane's all sub bro, and that's how it happened. You know. <laughs> Look. Absent an actual canon explanation, we have to write our own, yeah. and that's the best thing I've heard all fucking day. So yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Galactic grinder. Oh, poor Ord. <laughs> like you really have to be careful. You got to tell somebody where you're going. Let them know who you're meeting with. Like you got to have, you got to have a safety net. Well, it and, like, well, he's a Jedi, so it ain't like he has a wife or anything. But like you know? somebody needs to know. Master Yoda, I'm visiting the glory hole at the Senator building, so I'll be, I'll be, I'll be right back. Can you just like check on me if I don't come back? Yoda's like, no. I'm just saying, this is, this is the price. This is the price of shame. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, real quick, Ord Innocence, uh, like I said, Jedi Master, uh, he was a male Skrilling, and I would get more into the details of that species if it was relevant. It's, it's not. not. Cato, Cato City, though. Um, oh, by the way, Ord Innocence's voice, though he is dead, we will be hearing from him, uh, voiced by D. Bradley Baker, because of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, I picked that, I picked that up right away. Yeah. Cato Pierce City is voiced by Gwendolyn Yo. We've heard from her mm-hmm. before. 
a few times. She's great. Um, and Kato is a Claudite, a.k.a. a changeling. Mm-hmm. We have seen changelings before. Uh, Zam Wessel in episode two, uh, the one that attempted indirectly, badly to assassinate Padme Amidala and then was chased down by young Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi and his hair. And the difference between these two changelings is that uh, Kato Parasiti's ability is relevant to the plot. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with anything in episode two. It was just fucking random. But in this one, it is actually uh, not just relevant, but integral mm-hmm. to making this entire plot work. So Cato uh, takes the form of Ord Innocence and is the inside man going into the library and blows it immediately. Yeah. By being shitty to Ahsoka. And God bless Ahsoka. She's all like, oh, I guess he's being mean. You know, at first, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. When I say blows it immediately, not because, uh, not because she attracted, uh, Ahsoka's attention. No, Jocasta was down the hall and was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, was course. Master Ord being so mean? But, but that like, also raises the question if you're like a Padawan and you're walking around a Jedi temple, are there going to be some Jedi masters that are like, get the fuck out of my way? <laughs> Absolutely. Can Absolutely. you imagine if, if that was what's-his-fuck with the arms, with four arms that we hate? Oh. I got no names in my head today. I'm yeah. so sorry. What's his name? From the Umbara arc. You're fucking killing me right now. We'll look it up later. I'll cut that part out. Yeah, edit the episode and put it in, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Anyway, um... So the Holocron Vault is at the heart of the Jedi Archives. And of course, that is where Cad Bane needs to break into to steal a Holocron. Nobody but members of the Jedi Council can get into the Holocron Vault normally. Oh, um, uh-huh. Meanwhile, okay, so this whole heist is going on and they're, and they're breaking into the vault. Meanwhile, um, there's a problem with trying to plan a heist on a building full of Jedi, which is that some of these motherfuckers can see the future. Yep. And Yoda was like, Oh, oh, we're totally going to get robbed today. <laughs> I'm just, no details or anything, but like, some guys are totally going to break in here. And so Anakin and Obi-Wan latch on to the idea that somebody is going to come and go to the East Tower, get into the comm center, and get all of their military strategery documentation. And they don't let go of that idea. Yeah, um, so... It, it's out of this where I had a really long discussion with a friend of mine about this episode. Uh, oh. Yeah, so Pal- Palpatine's, one of his key powers is the ability to see into the future and uh-huh. prophecy and all that kind of stuff. I'm, he probably, according to us, uh, he probably mm-hmm. knew that any kind of plot that would involve the Jedi Temple would uh, expose him slightly. Like, the Jedi are going to sense it coming. And right. throughout the episode, the Jedi don't think that they're that Cad Bane's going after a holocron. Why would he? He's not a Jedi. No. He wouldn't know how to open exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But they're really obsessed with the idea that he's going after their communication center. And mm-hmm. my friend believes that that is Palpatine working, you know, prophecy and all that kind of stuff to convince the Jedi that that's the goal and not the holocron. It's, mis- it's, it's the Sith using the truth. In that Cad Bane is going to infiltrate the Jedi Temple, but going after something else, which is interesting. Okay, so you think this is like some behind-the-scenes mental nudging yeah. going on? Yeah, there's like a whole <clears throat> Yoda, Yoda and Palpatine are engaged in a spiritual far-seeing Dune-esque battle, you know? 
And, okay. And Palpat- I mean, it's possible. And Palpatine's giving them just enough to believe that what they're seeing is the truth, which it is true. Cat Bane is going to break into the Jedi Temple. He's just not going after the communication center. He's going after the holocron. Right. Right. So, I mean, I could see that if the notion that it was the comm center came from Yoda, but it didn't. Yoda was like, somebody's going to break in. And then Mace Window was like, ooh, I bet they're going after the comm center. Oh, fuck, you're going to blame Mace. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. And then Obi-Wan and Anakin were like, yep, totally the comm center. We need to take care of the comm center. And so then Yoda was like, okay, they're here. They're already in the building. What are you going to do about it? Um, so that's what I interpreted this. This whole thing struck me. Their focus on the military data over the Jedi data. Mm. Um struck me as uh, a large, just an example of the Jedi Order's shifting priorities. How they they looked at their entire temple, and they're like, what's the most valuable thing we've got in here that somebody, somebody would want to steal? Is it the collective wisdom of the entire Jedi Order over millennia and millennia? Mm-hmm. Or is it this very recent military strategy data? And they prioritize the military strategy over the Jedi wisdom. I never thought about it like that. That's crazy. But you're right. You're right. Boom, 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 boom. There you Fall go. Fall to the dark side. <laughs> so anyway, uh, the Jedi totally know Cad Bane's in the building, but Cad Bane knows that they know that he's in the building. So double blinds, fakes, shit's going on over here. He's breaking in over here. He knows that they're right behind him. He's got the guy on the inside who has changed clothes, outfits, whatever, changed forms, by the way, uh, and uh, uh, Kato is now disguised as Jocasta Nu mm-hmm. because Jocasta Nu was suspicious and came up and was like, excuse me, Master Ord, fuck are you doing? And Master Ord was like, uh. <laughs> chopped, her, chopped her in the neck and got her to uh, be knocked out. And changed into a little old lady, yes. which was what was so cool when Ahsoka was like, uh, Jocasta Nu, we're going to fight now because I'm very suspicious yeah. of you. And thankfully, Ahsoka uh, beats the change. Of course, beats the changeling. Of course, changeling's not a Jedi. <laughs> right. That whole fight was really cool and very meticulously done. Um, there's a whole interview with Dave Filoni about this fight because they had to, they had to make this Jedi Master shape uh, not able to fight. Like all of the. All of the successful techniques that she used were purely defensive. Anytime she attacked, it was like hugely overdone. And she came, like, if you watch closely, she would come like bare inches away from cutting off her own fucking arm. Because that's the danger when you're using a lightsaber and you don't know how to use a lightsaber. There's like, there's no resistance. Like, yeah. You're gonna maim yourself. Yeah, you're gonna so. accidentally cut your hand off or something like that. You're gonna take, take an eye out with that kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, that whole fight was awesome. Ahsoka wins, and they have captured Kato Paris City, and the jig should be up. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Anakin and Obi Wan are still a hundred percent convinced that the comm center is under attack, not anything else. And how does Cad Bane lure them directly to the comm center and off of his trail? It's so sad, poor Toto. <laughs> yeah, so he tell sent- me, tell me about it. He sends Toto. Let it all out. He's like, Toto, go down there. And Toto's like, I don't want to, but I'm going to, because what am I going to do? And (laughs) (laughs) so he gets down there, the door opens, Yoda's standing right there. And Toto's like, I was just, um, testing the access hatch. Works great. Bomb. Bomb. 
What bomb? Is there something going to blow up? And Mace Windu hears the beeping and he's like, Motherfucker. Shoves him. Pushes the droid right into Anakin and uh, Obi-Wan, by the way, which I can't help but think. Mace is like, ah, if they get a little bit, of, if Anakin, you know, kind of dies, no big deal, you know. No big deal. We'll be fine. I am we'll not going to be sad about it, so. Nobody's going to cry. Uh, and poor Toto 360 mm. takes one for the team and blows the fuck up. Also, conveniently, semi-crippling parts of the comm center, mm-hmm. I think. So that was just like a twofer. And so then they realize, ultimately at the end, that the real heist did go off at the Holocron vault. Mm-hmm. And it was successful. And Cap and just walks they- out disguised as a Jedi. Just he because apparently they just have racks of like like at coat check or something at the library for your Jedi robe. You just grab one of those, oh, I guess. Oh, oh he gra- he grabbed that from Padme's uh, apartment, I'm sure. Yeah, no, because they're just there. Everybody knows <laughs> if you want a spare Jedi robe. Well, the city has probably told them. Like, there's this there's this uh, of a senator. You can go to her apartment and, <laughs> and get. <laughs> well, what is he hit her with say? the hard T? Goodness gracious. <laughs> Uh, but where's the lie? Sidious is going to be like, get a Jedi robe from this bitch's uh, apartment, and I'm not going to explain right. why it's there, but whatever. you know. Don't ask. And he, Cad Bane's like, I don't care. So he gets it, and they discover that uh, he stole exactly one thing, and that was a particular holocron that was in the vault that contains all of the locations of all of the Force-sensitive children in the galaxy. Which strikes me as possibly very important information, possibly even more important than your military strategy bullshit, mm-hmm. gentlemen. Now this this holocron, this holocron, this specific holocron comes up a lot in comics, and most, yeah. more more recently in the video game uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. it is the same holocron that that oh okay yeah that they're tr- trying to get because essentially. Jedi like to keep track of all the Force-sensitive people so they can kidnap uh, the children from their parents and train them to be Jedi. Exactly. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. No, we'll get into that. Oh, yeah. Um, so they're like, but why would he want a holocron? He's not a Jedi. He can't open it. And they're like, oh, okay. So there is one Jedi who has the kyber crystal to interact with this holocron. That is Bala Rapal. We're going to need to go find him and make sure he's okay. Well, uh, what's her name? The the changeling says, "Oh, the, oh, right, no, she gives it to them." Yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. The changeling gives them that data because because um, the thing that you're supposed to do when you're a bounty hunter, when you're caught, you betray your your associates immediately, immediately, instantly, instantly. instantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so that was season two, episode one. We now move boldly forward, uh, and we will talk about season two, episode two, cargo of doom. Presumably, the cargo in question is an economy-sized box of red flags addressed to Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> Lord have mercy this episode. Has- anyway, hashtag the- facts. <laughs> hashtag facts. Uh, the Jedi fortune cookie at the top of the episode is, Overconfidence is the most dangerous form of carelessness, Anakin. Anakin. I know, I know. We were like, motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god. Do you have the announcer bit? Yeah, this one's a little on the short side too, so. Stolen secrets. Villainous mercenary Cad Bane was hired by Darth Sidious to steal a holocron from the vaults of the Jedi Temple. After fleeing the scene of the crime, Bane hunted down the captured master Bola Ropal, who has a crystal which holds the secrets of the Jedi Order. As a separatist fleet arrives to help the bounty hunter, Anakin Skywalker races in to cut off their escape and stop Bane from delivering the stolen holocron. Bum, 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 bum. 
Okay, so um, how many Jedi, before we get into this, at this point in the series, how many Jedi have we seen die on screen? Uh, quite a bit, haven't we? Not that many. Like one? I know one for sure last season. Oh, I'm a gun guy? That guy? Yeah. Yeah, he died. <laughs> Weirdly. Oh, by the way, I uh, actually just recently realized in that episode where I'm a gun die died, the... Uh, <laughs> The commander of the ship that came, that was in space mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. that showed up to try and help him, was Commander Doa, as in D-O-A, as in dead on arrival, because he died minutes later. Oh my god, I'm out of it. I'm, I'm done with the show. <laughs> I am fucking done. <laughs> fucking writers, man. Anyway, uh, so yeah, we, I mean, I'm trying to think of anybody else, any other Jedi that we have seen perish before our eyes. Um... Well, this, I mean, and, this I mean, was by far the most brutal death so far. This was intense, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, R.I.P. Jedi Master Bola Rapal. Real quick, also voiced by D. Bradley Baker, because he's just the spare voice guy, yeah, and he's point, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bola Rapal is a male Rodian. He's the keeper of the Kyber memory crystal, uh, and apparently kind of a lightweight, because, I mean, no offense, he did what he could, but he sure was, like, cold-cocked and captured by... By Cad Bane, uh-huh. and then strapped into a device and electrocuted uh, to death. Yeah, yeah. So the <laughs> so the there there was that that one goth battle droid. Yes, I noticed him because I liked him more. <laughs> I mean, he was like he, his voice was a lot more chill than the other ones, and he's like, "We've lost all his vital signs." Oh, and then Cad Bane is like, Are you a medical droid? Uh, no, sir. Then step back and shut up. So here's where we see that in canon, it's canonical, it's fact, Cad Bane is a droidist. Yeah. Which is like a racist, but for droids. Does not give a fuck. (laughs) Does not give a fuck. And... Seriously, like, this murder of a Jedi Master affects him only in the fact that it is inconvenient. Yeah. Because now he's got to go get another Jedi. Yep. Somehow. Yeah, so Bane now has to, yeah, so Bane now has to figure out a way to get the Jedi to come to him so that he can kidnap right. one of them and convince them to open the holocron. Right, exactly. And he's in a hurry to do that because, uh, Skywalker's fleet is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are they are bearing down upon him, and he's like, "Look, because he's got a fleet, yeah, so that he borrowed that he borrowed from Newt Gunray." Bar- by the way, so that part, <laughs> so that part again is confusing. So Newt Gunray is all, "I want my fucking money." So did Bane promise mm-hmm. him enough cash to cover the cost of five capital ships? Um, no, I get the feeling that Sidious was like, "Newt Gunray, give Cad Bane your entire fleet," and Newt Gunray was like, "I will be financially compensated for this because." Gunray, gunna, gunray, and yeah. uh, and Sidious was like, "Yeah, of course, fucking whatever. Money is no object." And, and so and, now, and in the background, Dooku's like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> are you kidding? Dooku's just like ripping up spreadsheets, just fine. <laughs> I like this fake story we've come up with. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think I feel like Newt Gunray is in Cad Bane's shit about this because it's not like he think it, he knows he can't collect from Sidious, right? <laughs> like. Cad Bane, he's got a little more, uh, he thinks incorrectly that he's got a better chance of trying to get something out of Cad Bane. He's wrong. Uh, oh, is he wrong? Whew. But 
So Newt Gunray is, is bitching at Cad Bane, like, you're getting my whole fleet blown up. And Cad Bane's like, meh. And then he does something that at that moment, I was like, this is tactically incredibly stupid. He takes the one ship that he and Bola Rapal's corpse are on and peels off from the firefight uh-huh. to try and jump away. And I'm like, that's how you tell the Jedi exactly where you yeah, are. Exactly. And you know they're here for Bola Rapal. Turns out, as you watch the the episode unfold, he did that on purpose to lure the Jedi into coming directly to him because he needs a Jedi. Yeah. So. <laughs> Holy so shit. Meanwhile. <laughs> so, did you notice that Admiral Yularen is extremely bitchy this episode? <laughs> I I saw him and I thought. I thought of those announcements that you see right before a live theater performance where somebody comes on and goes, tonight, the part of Obi-Wan Kenobi will be played by Admiral Wolf Yularen. Because that's what was going on. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, Yularen was in oh a bad God. mood this episode and just not having any, was any of it from Skywalker. So pissy. So pissy. Was. It was awesome. Because because you're the admiral on the ship, right? And you're like, hi, we're here to land on the planet to go rescue Bola Rapal. And Anakin's like, well, I'm pretty sure he's in that ship that's leaving right now, so we need to go board that ship. And you, Lauren's like, we don't have the craft for that. And Anakin's like, we got walkers. Fucking we can use walkers. Skywalker. Which is where Admiral Yularen says, Of all the Jedi, why did I have to end up with Skywalker? And like, I know. I I I, oh, I, well, felt I, know. It. I felt it in my in my bones when he said that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. girl, trust. <laughs> uh huh. Yo, that's rough. Uh, and but I I thought it was brilliant. Of course, use the walkers. And as soon as he proposes it, you know, Rex is like, well, they do have magnetic feet. Oh God, Rex. <laughs> <laughs> Rex is always game, man. He's always like, well, I'm gonna try it once. He is the worst least. enabler of Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> or is he the best enabler? <laughs> kind of both. Kind of a little bit of both. Yeah. Why not both? Between him and Ahsoka, Jesus Christ, they they allow so much to happen. Um, so yeah, they uh, they take the walkers and sort of space jump across mm-hmm. the space in between the Resolute and the ship that Cad Bane is on, and they successfully board. Cad Bane ship because they are on a rescue mission. They don't know Bola Rapal is dead. Nope. Yet. They'll Nor find do out. they know that Bane is basically creating this entire scenario just so he can capture one of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because they've never encountered Cad Bane before, uh-huh. and I guarantee you, they're taking notes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because they're going to encounter this motherfucker again, and he is crafty. Uh-huh. Crafty. He's so cool. Bounty hunters are the coolest. <laughs> there. Said it. Nobody is cooler than bounty hunters in this show. Okay, so I don't know. My timeline's all over the place. What happened next? What's what? Yeah, are, no, what are so that, that's Please. the situation where Bane deactivates the gravity, and mm-hmm. everybody's like, "Oh shit!" Uh, thankfully, oh right, yeah. Thankfully, the clone the clone troopers have magnetic magnetic boots. Uh, yeah, and the Jedi just use the Force to fly around and do some crazy shit. Um, ultimately, um, they don't it, they don't super use the Force though. Anakin Skywalker had another one of those moments where he forgets he's got yeah. the fucking Force. So he and Cad Bane are struggling over the holocron itself. Yep. Like, Cad Bane's got the holocron, and they're both reaching for it dramatically in slow motion and zero-G. And I'm like, Anakin, honey. You have the force. If only you had some sort of invisible means of moving things uh. telekinetically to your hand. Okay, fine. So then uh, R2 turns the gravity back on, and they fall, and Bane is able to snatch up the holocron mm-hmm. and then run. Mm-hmm. And again, Anakin, sweetheart... 
What's 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 your biggest tool in your toolkit in situations like this? Fuck it. I, I know. It, it, it's like the writers forget that they can do this. Well, again, they need to forget. Yeah. Because the plot requires that Anakin not use the Force in that moment because Cad Bane needs to grab the holocron and run down the hallway because he's trying to lure one of the Jedi away. He's trying to separate them so that he can get one of them to open up the holocron. And it works. He lures Ahsoka away. Yeah. And, and of course, Ahsoka's like, I'll take care of it, Master. And Skywalker's all, no, don't. Uh, where do you get this from? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and he says the line. He says, which is an echo of the fight where Obi-Wan and Anakin rolled up on Dooku yeah. in episode two. Yeah. And Obi-Wan was like, we'll take him together. You're going slowly on the left. Now. No, Anakin, no. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a good, I think, good callback. I think it was during this episode, but I noticed that when Cad Bane is in a scene, that there mm-hmm. are some, like the music, there are some subtle uh, melodies that match up with the City of Bespin music from Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, there was some, like, I think it's this episode and the next one where, like, there's some reminiscence of, like, that, that, those theme songs with him. And I'm not okay. sure. I'm not sure why. But it, 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 I, oh. it made me think of like, okay, well, Bespin's technically like a criminal, <laughs> a criminal depot because what uh, it's true. What Lando is doing is not necessarily illegal in the eyes of the Empire. Uh, so I'm kind of wondering mm-hmm, if there's mm-hmm. like an association with that. Anyway, sorry. Right. I just made a note of that. So, yeah, no, I, I didn't notice it. That's really cool. Um, so here's where we have like a tumbling series of dominoes that are just Anakin Skywalker red flags. I'm just going to run through these real quick Mm -hmm. that I saw. And you let me know if you saw some too. Um, The whole time that they're fighting in this hangar, there are munition shells on a rack and they are, they're like, don't shoot those. They're going to blow up and kill us all. And so it's very dangerous that those shells are there. Shit's on fire. The shells, they keep cutting back to the shells. These shells are going to blow up because there's fire and now there's oil. And like these ships are shit. Yeah. These separatist shits, the ones that look like horseshoe crabs, they're fucking apparently held together with plastic and hope. They're on a budget. How many times have we talked about they're that? On- <laughs> <laughs> they're on a budget. And especially because it's Newt Gunray's uh, fleet, so you know he cut costs. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so the whole time that they are trying to chase down this holocron and Cad Bane and everything, Anakin knows the frigate is about to blow up and he doesn't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He just keeps going. And... um while they're initially, they, f- they find Bolo Rapal's corpse, and they're like, shit, okay, the holocron is still on here. Ahsoka says, hey, let's just blow up the ship. That'll destroy the holocron and this bounty hunter as well. And then at least Newt Gunray doesn't get his hands on it. And Anakin does not give a fuck. Mm-hmm. He wants to personally get his hands on that holocron. Mm-hmm. He wants to win this day. Okay. Um, when Ahsoka goes chasing off after Cad Bane down the hallway, and Cad Bane... Let's her kick his ass for a second, and then he electrocutes her because the whole point was to capture that Jedi so you can hold her in an airlock to taunt the other Jedi into opening the holocron. That was his plan from the beginning because he's fucking brilliant. Anakin does this terrifying Vader walk down the hallway, yep. which is very Rogue One. Mm-hmm. They even show he's walking towards these B-1 battle droids, and you can see the one in the back is like frantically pushing the button. To try to open a door because they are terrified. You said we'd be safe back here. Come on, there's three of us and only one of him. It won't matter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> and then when he gets to Cad Bane, everything about his face says, I'm, I'm gonna kill this man. 
I am going to kill Cad Bane right now. And then Cad Bane's like, no, no, take a look. I have your Padawan in an airlock. Open this holocron or I space her immediately. And so then what does, what does Anakin do? Well. He opens the fucking holocron. Yeah, of course. Yeah. While Ahsoka is begging him not to. Because children's lives are at stake. Anakin didn't give a fuck. He, he. Doesn't give a fuck. Do not abandon me. I need you. That's so healthy. Oh my god. Fucking Anakin Skywalker. So he opens the holocron, uh, and they sync it up with the crystal. Cad Bane gets the data he needs, and uh, Anakin tries to, like, snatch some lightsabers and do a big rescue thing at the end. And so Cad Bane just spaces Ahsoka. And so Anakin has to choose between stopping Cad Bane and saving Ahsoka, and it's not even a choice for him. Ugh, my god. Yeah. 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 So then, of course... Cad Bane is on the run through the ship. What are we going to do? You're, you're Anakin Skywalker. You're going to chase him. You're going to chase him and chase him and chase him. Even though the ship is falling apart around you, even though your Padawan and all of your troops are going to die if you don't get the fuck off this ship until Ahsoka finally has to scream at him to make him stop. Yep. So that's, that's fun. That's normal. It's healthy. Yep. So, uh... I've just realized we skipped over probably the biggest red flag scene and foreshadowing scene oh. of all time. Oh, do tell. And also one of the funniest fucking scenes of all time. Uh-huh. Yeah, so earlier before, I think this was before the Hainer fight, uh, Ahsoka and Anakin run up to the bridge of the ship. Uh-huh. That are only manned at this point by battle droids. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, they, so Anakin walks in and one of the battle droids says, No, no, I'm not the commander. And I'm like, that's where it comes from. <laughs> right? That right there. That's very indicative. Also, there was another moment while they're sort of like skulking through the ship, trying to find their way and trying to track down Bolo Rapal's corpse, uh, where Rex hits his head on a pipe. <laughs> and then he's like, ow! Ah! And he tells all the other clones to, to switch to night, night vision. And I was like, aww. <laughs> Thank you for that callback. That callback to the original trilogy, mm-hmm. where one of the troopers, because they couldn't see shit in those helmets, one of the troopers hit his head, and then they had Jango Fett hit his head, and that's just a clone thing. I love clones, it. clones hit their heads on stuff. It's amazing. I, love it. I was so happy to see that. Also, did you hear the names of the battalions as Rex was ordering them to get on the walkers to to board? Mm, I don't remember what they are. <laughs> so he ordered battalion execute. It's a solid, solid battalion name yeah. to get on there, ATTE. And the other battalion is called Carnival. Are you kidding me? I don't understand it, but I love it. Are you kidding um, me? So the let's talk about the necessity of killing Bola Rapal. He had to die. Of course. He he had to be cold blooded, uh, without thought or consequence, murdered at the top of this episode so that we would believe at the end of it with Ahsoka and the airlock that she was in capital D danger. We had to believe it would happen. And not just us, Anakin had to believe because they had already found the corpse of a Jedi just left like garbage on the floor. Wow. Yeah. True. Yeah. So that was super necessary. Um, And I think they did it as tastefully as they could for a kid's show. Uh, I know. I... I you know, that was a big thing for me. It was like, this is a kid show. <laughs> and there's a Jedi being tortured <laughs> to death, literally. Is ho-ho. That guy's super dead. Um, so they get to the end. Uh, oh, as they are evacuating the ship. As they're getting onto the shuttle, Anakin spots Cad Bane. 
up on a catwalk with one of his clone troopers. And that trooper shoots Cad Bane. Cad Bane falls off of the catwalk. And then that trooper comes and runs and gets on the shuttle. <laughs> so far as they know, Cad Bane is dead. Huzzah. Happy day, kind of. But Anakin's like, hold on. Bane is dead, but like, I, still... I can still feel him. Yeah. And like, tell me more about that, though. <laughs> you could feel him? I want to feel Cad Bane. <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> I want to feel him. Okay, wait, what? <laughs> Whoa! I was going for burlesque. You went straight for porn. That's just what I'm saying. I, I skipped to the hard. We have style differences. That's what yeah. we do. Fuck the plot. I don't care why you're delivering a pizza. Skip, 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 <laughs> skip, skip. Uh, that's accurate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, same. Anyway, so, uh, and that is the end of this episode. Do we have anything else for uh, Cargo of Anakin's Red Flags? Uh, no. <laughs> cargo okay, cool. Of cool, 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 cool. No, uh, All right. uh, again, though, the animation uh, really is amazing in this one. Cat, it's so much better. Yeah, yeah. Cat Bane flying through the elevator shafts with the flames, mm-hmm. the blue flames under his feet, showing up the shadows around him. Amazing. Just so great. Yeah. I love it. Again, it's it's the lighting. They really improved how the lighting interacts with the environment. Um, but not so much the character models. Like I noticed in the in the second episode and then into really, uh, really heavy in this next episode, uh, Anakin Skywalker's got some guy liner going on, like a mm-hmm. really hard along the waterline, just just like, like just goth streak across. The, it's crazy. Crazy intense eye light. I love it. <laughs> anyway, I mean, I support it. It really it makes his eyes pop. I just don't know when he started doing that. Is this like new season, new me? He's got a new makeup routine. I don't know what's going on. Right. And I would like to see his tutorial. Anyway, uh, so next episode is season two, episode three, Children of the Force. Aww. The Jedi fortune cookie at the top of the episode is... The first step to correcting a mistake is patience. Yeah, fuck that. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, do you have the announcer bit? A thief hunted in a daring assault. Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka boarded a warship of cunning bounty hunter Cad Bane to recover a stolen holocron containing a list of the galaxy's Force-sensitive children and future Jedi Knights. That's very presumptuous, by the way. After a desperate chase and duel with the villain, Anakin and his troops defeated Bane, but were forced to evacuate his doomed vessel without the holocron. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, 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 bum. The first thing about this episode is, like, how how many locations can we squeeze into one fucking episode? I know. And this is, yeah, this is one of those episodes where it's like, there's so many different places they go to. Oh, my God. What the hell? It's intense. Yeah. Like, they are everywhere. They are on... I think I, I tried to write it down. Hold on. Um, they are on various ships. They go to Rhodia. They go to Coruscant. We've got Cad Bane's Lair. We go to Naboo and Mustafar. Mustafar. Mustafar? Mustafar. Yeah. And so, like, Jesus, can you imagine the production staff getting this script and going, um... What? It's a lot of background animation we have to do for this episode, y'all. <laughs> That's a lot of different environments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did it. They pulled yeah, it Yeah, but that's how you know they, they got more money for season two. 
They they hired some more production staff. Yeah. You know, um, so there's really not any new characters in this episode, unless you count the babies. No, but there's a shit ton of characters in this episode. We got you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to uh, I, I want to skip actually to uh, Mustafa because to Mustafa, yeah. okay. This planet comes up a lot, and it is a very significant mm-hmm. place. Uh, especially, not, no, I don't think it is. No, it's just a small remote mining planet in the Atrevis system of the outer rim. Yeah, so no, it's not big. It's not a big deal. Anyway. Nothing serious happens there. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it, just the techno union hangs out there. Maybe some smugglers and crime syndicates, but that's about <laughs> it. Yeah. So throughout the episode, uh, the city is is, <laughs> uh, is is in this place. Uh, you know, obviously, what? No, Astro- his his hologram yeah. is in this place. But but what's inter- what was interesting to me is, and there were several scenes where Sidious is like openly talking to these droids that are basically, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> doing bad things to the children. What are they going to do? I don't yep. know. Um, but Sidious is like very open about uh, what his plans are and he's talking about the dark side fairly open, openly to these droids, and it got me thinking that like. He doesn't really have anybody to talk to about anything ever. Oh, oh. it's true. I mean, I, oh, the poor, poor the poor genocidomaniac doesn't have any friends. Oh. Uh, so uh, he doesn't have anybody to bounce his slave conditioning procedure ideas off right. of because that's Without what he's judgment. doing. Without slave conditioning procedures. Yeah, that's what they are. Without judgment. Uh, what about Dooku? Isn't Dooku his friend? No, <laughs> not right no, now. Okay, cool. <laughs> not right now. Not after all the money he's been spending. Uh, so <laughs> he's not talking to him for a week now. Uh, so, yeah. so, but what was interesting, but the disjointedness for this episode for me was when at the very beginning of the episode, uh, Ahsoka, well, they mentioned the chancellor should know about what's going on. And at, yeah. at first Mace was like, no, this is a internal Jedi affair, which by the way, that's a, yeah, they've tried that before. And Obi-Wan too was like, we don't need to tell the chancellor about this. This is Jedi business. Cause it super is a hundred percent Jedi business. Mm-hmm. It's their holocron. It's their data. This is not the Republic's business, but who says it is? Anakin. Anakin. Fucking Anakin. Anakin's like, as long as, we, as long as we are serving in the Republic's military, we need to update the Chancellor. And he's got a point. Yeah. And, so and, maybe the Jedi should get the fuck out of the military. And he's kind of lonely. And he's kind of lonely. <laughs> and, and also, <laughs> he doesn't really have any friends. I'm his only friend. Aww. Yeah. So that part was kind of weird because they, they went to Coruscant. They up, mm-hmm. update the Chancellor, but Palpatine doesn't adjust his plan. Well, no. Because he's, then that is weird because they, okay, Anakin goes in and tells him, like, this is happening. And I think somebody is behind this who is more powerful. This isn't just Cad Bane, um, but I don't think it's Dooku. And Palpatine's like, oh, well, who do you think it could be? Yeah. And he's like, like, oh, my God, somebody finally recognizes my talents. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But did you see before that meeting, Anakin and Ahsoka show up. And uh, Palpatine just looks at her like she's a wet puppy that just tracked a bunch of mud into his into his yeah. lobby, and he's just like, mm, "You stay out here, yeah, yeah, and get my child. I, I, get away yes. from me." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And is this the first time that Palpatine and Ahsoka have interacted? I was gonna. That was, I was gonna actually ask you that exact question. I don't remember. And I, I think it is. Oh my goodness. I don't think he's ever spoken or looked directly at her before. Wow. 
And he clearly hates her. Yep. Like, his disdain is not even thinly veiled. No. He doesn't give a shit about this kid. And if anybody else in the galaxy had treated his Padawan that way, Anakin would have ripped them a new one. But it's Palpatine. Oh, my gosh. Like... Yep. Yeah, it... it, And, you know, that's a foreshadowing, by the way, because Palpatine fucking hates Ahsoka by Rebels. Um, Yeah. yeah, Like, hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, she... She is uh, growing. She's going to be a massive thorn in his side. Mm-hmm. And if he's got any power of foresight, he knows. Yeah, he's like... But there's not a whole fuck of lot he can do. I don't know why I don't like you, but I really don't like you. <laughs> Something about you mm, rubs me the wrong way. So anyway, uh, that do we have anything else on his interactions with Palpatine in that moment? Uh, no, but I just wanted to... I just like that 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 uh, Palpatine, a.k.a. Sidious, uh, is like throughout the whole episode. So I just wanted to like bring it up at the beginning because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was a really interesting like sidetrack from the rest of the episodes. Like Sidious mm-hmm. being all, oh, I'm going to tell you my plan, blah, 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 but you're useless droids. Nobody knows what I do. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm totally unappreciated in my time. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Jedi need to know where Cad Bane is going to go because Cad Bane's got all the data about where the babies are. And so they start, um, the, the, the council get together and they start looking through the forest to see if they can track down where the babies are. And they find one baby Nautilin on Glee Anselm, but he's already been taken. Like, they can sense that that baby's already gone to the dark side. They found another one on Rhodia and another one on Naboo. So now we're splitting up the teams, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan is going to Rhodia. Anakin and Ahsoka are going to go to Naboo and try and save the Gungan baby. Which, can we talk about the Gungan baby? Her name? She has a name. Her name is Ruru Page. <laughs> which makes me think this child was probably named after a, a person, a production person's baby. Okay. With a name like Ruru Page, which is sweet. But why, why would you name this character after somebody that you know and like when this character looks like a mutant Muppet baby? Aww. No, it's bad. Aww. It's terrifying. Everything about this. And you know it's the girl because she's pink. <laughs> and we talked about that. <laughs> but no, this the baby's hideous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The baby. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. They made it, not me. I didn't design this fucking hideous I ass baby. Child was cute. I would. I. I. I was thinking, man, if they sold that little doll at uh at uh, at Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland, that shit would sell. <sighs> what? I hate it. I hate. I hate it. I'm okay, glad she's uh, only on screen uh, for a second. Steph, people hate. buy that ugly monkey thing that's Jabba's Jabba's pet and put it on their. But shoulder. they're supposed to be ugly. They're supposed to be ugly. Okay. Okay, gun- and monkey lizards are hideous, and that's the point. But this was supposed to be cute. They were trying so hard to make it cute, it looked like baby Miss Piggy. <laughs> okay, now I, I cannot, I it was cannot bad. unsee now. Thank you. You cannot unsee. Yeah. Join me in my horror. Okay, so uh, they first, though, the first encounter is on Rodia, where Obi-Wan, like, screw! like screeches in to Rodia and like jumps out of his fighter and do, 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 do. he's in a hurry yeah. he's got to save a baby and they're running up but who has already been there Bane was already there 
Already they are posing as a Jedi, conning this Rodian mom into giving away her baby. And she's like, um, I think he's too young because he's like a toddler. And he's like, okay, well, here's a, a hypnosis device. Yeah, yeah a weird, sort of crazy, thing, which is I cool, guess. but it's super cool. It's super cool. But yeah, no, he tricks her and takes the baby moments before Obi-Wan got mm-hmm. there. So Obi-Wan actually can chase him for a hot second before he totally bounces with this baby. I love it. So Cad Bane's a step ahead of them, like literally a step ahead of them. Mm -hmm. And he's winning. So he takes off with the baby. And then we're on Naboo, where for some reason, despite her repeated failures over the course of these episodes, when Ahsoka's like, let me take lead on this very important mission, Master. I have a score to settle. Anakin's like, okay. Okay, so yeah. Hello, revenge is not the Jedi way. (laughs) Exactly. There's a couple of points that are bad here. A, she doesn't deserve to take point on anything Uh because she's still in Uh timeout. And B, revenge. Revenge. Anakin's like, yeah, revenge. That's totally cool. Anakin's like, yeah, let's let's settle a fucking score. So they uh, they basically have this Naboo, this Gungan mom put bait a trap and pretend that she's putting her baby uh down in this crib did you notice the um the hologram mobile above the crib i did yes i did which was super cool it's it's super cute the creatures that are in that mobile are the same creatures that were in the water in episode one i did not notice when they were going oh that's awesome when they were going through the planet core (laughs) that there's always a bigger fish that scene the bigger fish scene. Yeah. yeah, it's those critters. Aww. Those are in the mobile. I thought that was really cute. That was really, really cute. Um, help me out. What happens after that? Well, uh, on, on Naboo, they set up the, the, this trap. Bane gets captured after some back and forthy and they take Bane back to whatever ship. And, right. you know, Bane mm-hmm. is like, fuck you, Jedi. You're not going to do anything to me. You're not going to torture me. Whatever, bitches. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah. 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 And the Jedi are like, oh, really? <laughs> well they're like it's not torture and we can't use mind tricks because his mind is too strong and he is he's fucking brilliant yeah. he has demonstrated that repeatedly and like he's his will is too strong and he knows that mind tricks don't work on him and so ahsoka's like yeah but what if we gangbang him yeah mind game bang him yeah yeah what uh, mind yeah mind yeah that was what i meant <laughs> that was a mind <laughs> oh, we do it mentally sorry sorry that was a little stephanie bleeding through there um so yeah no she's like well what if we just all you guys work on it together and so cad bane gets his mind assaulted by obi-wan kenobi anakin skywalker and mace windu yeah it's a lot of power yeah arguably three of the most powerful jedi in the jedi order at this time and he still doesn't give in You will take us to the Holocron. Forget it. You will take us to the Holocron. I won't. The only reason that they got any information out of him at all is because he he was like, okay, stop. Yeah, I'll fucking help you. Just stop torturing me, basically. Oh, Jedi, Jedi, Jedi. Yeah. How far we have fallen. I know. But anyway. I I I know. I know. So they leave. Obi-Wan and Mace Windu take Cad Bane and exactly one trooper. They take Cody to go. And Cad Bane's like, I will take you to the children. And he's lying. And uh, Anakin and Ahsoka, because somebody remembers that Ahsoka's been fucking up lately, they have to stay behind. And Anakin's like, you know it's a trap, right? And Mace Windu's like, 
Of course it's a trap, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But that, 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 that was the exact uh, line in my head, too. Like, motherfucker. <laughs> yep. And so they're going. And uh, But while they're on their trip to go with Cad Bane, ostensibly to rescue the children, mm-hmm. Anakin and Ahsoka are poking around in Cad Bane's ship, and they do some solid detective work Yeah, on the ship. Which is what they find uh, volcanic ash on its hull or something like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and they're like, hmm. And then Anakin like does some math with the fuel computer, and they're like, oh, he was totally on Mus- Mustafar. It's no big deal. Let's go to Mustafar. Yeah. Anyway, um, so they're on their way to Mustafar. Obi-Wan and Mace Windu go to Cad Bane's lair. And they're like, there's no babies here. I don't sense any babies. There's no babies. Eh, no, right. And Cad Bane's like, no, but there's there's a holocron right over there. I'll go get it. Don't worry. And they're like, no, 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 stop. I'll go get it, says Mace Windu. Ugh. And then immediately triggers the trap that Cad Bane knew he was going to and, trigger. And heaven forbid, Obi-Wan... <laughs> say something helpful or useful or anything like that. What? What did he say? He, like, said, oh, what did, he what? said something like what? Oh, I guess you made the wrong step there or something like that. No, Something shitty. I know oh, he did. God. I'm not I'm going to play. He totally fucking did. So lasers everywhere. <laughs> like the biggest super duper overkill trap in this place. And you know it's because Cad Bane knew. If he was ever going to come back here under duress, it was going to be because of fucking Jedi. Mm-hmm. So it has to be super duper overkill or he's or it's not going to work. And he takes off. That's what he does. And he escapes to fight another day. They The Jedi get the holocron and there's a moment where Mace Windu has, there's a door that's closing and Mace Windu has to roll under it real quick and then reach back through at the last second and get his lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That was a total Indiana Jones oh, yeah. moment. Yeah. Yeah. For reaching through and getting the hat. Oh, that was cool. Um, so yeah, they managed to get the holocron. They don't have any babies. And, and Cad Bane got away. Not the most successful mission so far. It's not. They're getting their asses handed to them by one dude. And I love him. Yeah. So I, we may have touched on this before, but it's important to note that, you know, Mustafar is a significant location. One of the reasons is because it is strong in the dark side of the force. It, uh, mm-hmm. deep under the, the planet somewhere, which is where eventually Vader builds his crazy-ass castle, uh, there is, I think it's a secret Sith temple or something like that that is built there. Mm-hmm. So it's a very, very significant space. Um, you know, and I, I love the I love the design of the station because it, you know, it's a callback to episode three where the former uh, uh, Separatist leaders were hanging out before Vader rolled up on them and killed mm-hmm. them all. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. Um it's interesting that even now Palpatine wants to build an army of Force users. That's always been kind of yeah. a side project that he's always wanted to try mm-hmm. to pull off. And he, he never really does. In fact, the only one that really pulls it off is Vader with his Inquisitors. Right. I was about to say, like, they get a form of it. But, yeah, it is... It's not what he's looking for here. And also, to just to emphasize again that Cad Bane is a bad, bad dude, um, when City has told him, you need to go kidnap babies and bring them to me for unspecified oh, yeah. experimentation, Bane was like, meh, okay. Like, he doesn't care. He questions the, the, the strategy, not the, et- the ethical, moral yeah. implications, but like, it's like... Kidnapping innocent children seems like a small-time crime for the likes of you. <laughs> he, he's like, he's like, this is kind of a cheap trick for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Like, you know, you want to twirl your mustache while you do that, buddy? 
You want to? How villainous are you going for today? Yeah. yeah. Are you want to? Would you want to? Do you want me to steal their candy from them first? Like he's he's very disdainful of the plot. And Sidious is like, I'm fucking paying you. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll do it. Whatever. Um. So yeah, it's it is. It, it seemed like an odd plot for Sidious to be even trying at this stage. Like, I don't... But he he's... As he waxes poetic to the droids, the medical droids that are tending these babies, um, and he wants an army of Force-sensitive spies, is he planning on, like, turning them into sleeper agents and giving them back to the Jedi Order? Maybe? I don't... Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. It's it's unclear. And it's unclear because he does not succeed. Right. Uh Anakin and Ahsoka do show up and uh, and rescue the babies. And they remember their force powers because they even force force uh They do. Yeah, they forced they force they, pulled a baby out of the arms of the droid. Yeah. Congratulations, Anakin. You remembered that. That's that's learning from our mistakes. Now I don't know that the lesson's gonna stick, but it worked <laughs> for a second. Um and so they do, they rescue these babies. Uh but I would like to point out, like, they rescue the babies, but those Jedi did not return those babies to their families. Uh. That did not happen. That's according to Filoni. We don't really see their fate in the episode, but in an interview with Dave Filoni, he's like, yeah, they did not. No. Oh, man. No, that little, it's a baby Nautilin and a baby Rodian. And he's like, the Jedi would see that they had you know, gone through a, a potential, a, a tra- traumatizing experience. And also the Jedi, you know, fucking kidnap children. Nicely. They do it nicely, but they take children away from their families yeah. uh, at a very young age and train them in the temple. So yeah, no, those babies, they're not going home to mom. That that mom on Rodia, she's just going to have to stay sad. There's a, there's a, there's a comic book scene. Uh, this is much further in the, con- <laughs> in the continuity of Star Wars, but uh, Kylo Ren uh, is, you know, going through and murdering people, and somebody says, you know, how could you, how could you serve the First Order? They're, they steal children and turn them into stormtroopers. And Kylo says, you mean like the, how the Jedi stole children? Yo, yeah. boom, yeah. that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I totally forgot to mention earlier uh, the reason that uh, that they knew that that the way that Cad Bane got away in the second episode was he killed a trooper and stole his armor Mm -hmm. and snuck onto the shuttle with them and onto the Resolute. And the only way they they caught on was they found green blood on the shuttle. Yeah. Because Duros bleed green. Anyway, (laughs) Cad Bane is so fucking smart. I I love him. There was that awesome line though when, uh, when Cad Bane, he had to take a shuttle, he had to take a ship that didn't have a hyperdrive. So he had to do one of Mm -hmm. those interlocking loopy things at the gym. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. The, the, uh, the, the donut. Oh, the, techno- the donut. The technology, the, the hyperspace donut. donut. Right. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, Anakin's yeah. all, hey, Yularen, can you shut them all down? At first, Yularen's like, why, bitch? I <laughs> know. <laughs> In that extra second, like, why'd you have to channel Obi-Wan right then? I know. Uh, but. Because that second let him get away. Yeah. And it, so, it, it, there was a line where Yularen says, no, lock them all down. Hurry. Which reminded me of C-3PO and A New Hope. No, shut them all down. Hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah with the trash compactors. Yeah, cool. F- cool anyway, so end of the episode, uh, they got the holocron back, so yay. And they got the babies back, so yay. But, like, the Jedi are shook. Yeah. Because this this was a, a violation in the temple, and they, they fucked it up. A lot. A lot, like really bad, yeah. 
Yeah. And like, so the Jedi secrets were in danger. These babies were in danger and arguably still are in danger because now they're being raised by the Jedi. Mm -hmm. That's another story. Child soldiers. Anyway. And so they, um, yeah, Yoda is, is shook. Yeah. I think this is the moment where Yoda is realizing the Jedi aren't going to make it out of this. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is the moment where I think Yoda is reflecting on their priorities over the course of these episodes and how and and their judgment and how their judgment has been skewed by the Clone War. Mm -hmm. And we start to see uh, I'm hoping this is the first step in the Jedi's extreme bordering on arrogant confidence in their own judgment starting to be called into question. Mm -hmm. Like maybe maybe you need to reevaluate that y'all maybe this is problematic guys but you know this is only the second season so we've got so many more mistakes to make i know so many so many more so overall miles to go before we sleep (laughs) overall did you you love these episodes i assume i love these episodes Mm -hmm. i love these episodes give me all the cad bane give me the bounty hunters oh oh it was really nice to see the jedi outmatched not overpowered not overwhelmed by dark sidey forces, but just outmatched and outthought. That was really cool to see. Cad Bane working on his brain power. Good stuff. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Give me more. So good. So good. <laughs> give me, give me more. Leave Brittany alone. Anyway, oh sorry, I'm so tired. <laughs> um, so is that is that all that we have for? This launching into season two uh, of the Clone Wars. That is it. Uh, I love it. I strongly recommend it. Season two is already starting off a lot stronger than season one. Yeah. Now, uh, Stephanie, what is next? Because we need to talk about this. We do need to talk about this. Okay. So, so again, we're doing chronological order. And this is a chronological order. I didn't make this shit up, y'all. Okay. This is... According to StarWars.com, this is the official chronological order of watching the Clone Wars. Okay? Uh Okay. So, we just did Season 2, Episodes 1, 2, and 3. So, next episode that we're going to cover in the chronological order is Season 2, Episode 17, Bounty Hunters. What? How can this be? Why? I don't... I don't understand it. So, it goes... 1, 2, 3, 17, 18, 19, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and so on from there. So, and like yeah. up until 14 and then episode 15 happened. We already watched it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that was, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I think, I think it was that or maybe it was 16. I, oh, I don't, remember I don't know. Where the, it's it's a mess, and we'll deal with it later. So, yeah, the next episode that we are watching is episode 17 of season two, Bounty Hunters. Now, the episodes right after that are a twofer. It's the Zillow Beast arc for the 18, 18 and 19. So I think those two deserve their own episode. Agreed. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I cannot wait to talk about that. Uh, yeah, because there's a lot of like, let's do some moral compass recalibration, Jedi soul searching. Can we please? Good God. Well, also, and it, also Sidious? It's Sidious? Also the theme, what the fuck? It's also the thing that exposes the Sith as being as equally uh, reckless as the Jedi. 
(laughs) (laughs) But we'll get into that in a couple of episodes. So yeah, next time, guys, uh, we're going to be episode 17. Just join us for episode 17. It'll be a lighthearted romp. And we'll get to meet more bounty hunters who, I have said 900 times in this episode, are the coolest motherfuckers in the galaxy. I love bounty hunters. Me too. Yay. Mm, They're so great. Do we have anything else to talk about this episode? No, I think we're good. Let's break it. Th- let's break it down. <laughs> All right, time for the outro. <sighs> All right, thank you everybody for listening. We super appreciate it. Um, if you would like to reach out to us in between episodes, and we encourage you to do so, we don't always mock our feedback. I think maybe um, we appreciate it we appreciate good and bad feedback yeah we appreciate all of it it feeds us and gives us life uh you can contact us on the social medias at dark side divas we are on facebook instagram twitter and tiktok and we do communicate to our listeners we're also yep we're also on every major podcast platform there is whether it's itunes spotify Whatever Android has called their podcast system this week, because they keep changing it, uh, <laughs> uh, please subscribe. Please leave a review. And if you have any suggestions for us, uh, we may listen to it. So please send it our way. Uh, including, uh, I, I pre- uh, by the way, we are going to stay, no matter what, Star Wars related. Uh, we do have opinions on other pop culture genre. I appreciate that y'all want us to do random shit too. We're not. We're going to do Star Wars themed <laughs> at least. Uh, but thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Keep trying. Maybe you'll wear us down. Yeah. It's unlikely, uh, and it's not a good philosophy to apply to life in general. But yeah, also, Steph doesn't it. watch Real Housewives. She doesn't know Gilmore Girls. She doesn't. Uh, she knows West Wing. I know we got we get requests for West Wing. Yeah. But. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Love West Wing. Yeah. She's a hater, otherwise. But no, so. no, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, y'all don't understand how long Christopher has been trying to get me to watch Gilmore Girls. It is a point of order now that I won't. Because seriously, 20 years he's been trying to get me to watch this show. It has not been that long. I've only started liking Gilmore Girls in like 2008. 13 years he's been trying to get me to watch this show. (laughs) It's it's been over a decade. (laughs) It's totally different. And it's never going to happen. Never, ever. And that right there is what it's like for a Pisces to be friends with a Taurus. Yep. (laughs) There you go. Anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. I'm going to go cry now. Bye.